Ant-Man, the Wasp, and their family find themselves exploring the quantum realm, interacting with strange new creatures and embarking on an adventure that puts them against their most powerful foe ever, Kang. Welcome to The Walls Vault with Andre, Michelle, Emily, and Luis. We are a family-friendly podcast where each and every week we watch and review a different Disney movie. Be sure to subscribe on all podcast platforms and YouTube. Enjoy the show! Hello and welcome to The Wall Vault episode 194! <laughs> podcast baby is in the building. Yeah, we hit Hello. There are adults in here as well. You guys alive? We are alive. Hello. 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 What's happening, y'all? Apparently, it's just me and Andre. Hello, everyone. Everybody is actually here. Wow. There we go. How unhelpful. Thanks, guys. What? There we go. (laughs) Hello. We are alive. We're here. We're only slightly distracted. This week, we are talking about the 2023. Live action. Did it just come out this year? Out this year. Holy moly. Uh, like January, right? Or February? Uh, do I have the release date at my fingers? Was it January, February, March? I believe it was. It was February 20. Nope, February 17th. The movie is Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. We went to go watch this one in the theaters, didn't we? Yes, we did. With them? No. No, I don't think we went together. We only saw like one movie together recently. It was. What did we see? We went to the movies together. I remember that. There was a picture. There's picture evidence. I don't remember what the movie was. Mm. <laughs> was it? I don't one? know. We almost got shot in Riverbank. Remember? Oh. You don't remember? What? No. What are you talking about? The fight breakout. I didn't see no weapons. What? I don't remember that at all. Louise, tell me about the crazy stuff that went down in Riverbank. Remember you were driving down the wrong neighborhood? And then, like, uh, the oh, pulled out of nowhere. I was like, right. I yeah, told you're y'all, right. Yeah. I told y'all, just watch, something's going to go down. And it then, was, sure enough, like, two seconds later, that cop yeah, pulled I remember. out of nowhere. Here comes the Poe. It was en, en route to the, to the theater, not oh, at the theater. Yeah. No danger at the theater. Oh. <laughs> um, None whatsoever. <laughs> uh, this movie stars... You talk Paul into the Rudd, microphone like this. Evangeline Lilly and Jonathan Majors as Kukukukang. Kukukukang. The Conqueror. The Conqueror. King, the Conqueror. Which we knew at the end of Loki season one that we would see again. Exactly. He was he who remains. Yeah. But this That's is a right. different version. This is a variant of that Kang. That Kang, the, the Loki Kang was afraid of the Ant-Man Kang. Yeah. Exactly. The, Louis, I should have asked you if you have a question. No, you shouldn't have. I'm Not done. even about Mbappe? No questions about Mbappe. Okay. Well, we got questions about Mbappe. Nothing. Watch him. Because he, he's he got Mbappe questions. I don't know. I don't have Mbappe questions. Mm. All right. No Mbappe questions. No. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go into our first impressions. Luis, I'll start with you. Did you did you guys see this in the theater as well or no? We literally just yeah, talked just about that. that. I think we did. Oh, uh, we're, we're gonna excuse my mom brain for a second. Luis, what you did were you driving, dude? Uh huh. <laughs> That's correct. What did you think about this movie? I liked it a lot. 
I thought that the um, tomato meter and the was um, a Dumbo meter. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. I thought it was way better than the actual percentage they gave them. Off the top of my head, I can't remember what it was, but I do remember it being it was super like low. Or thirty something. I have this number in front of me. It is actually forty-six percent. Oh, that is forty-six. Really that seems yes. too quite low. The wow. The audience score is eighty-two percent, which all right. A That's a lot better. Of my yes, alley. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Okay. Andre, <coughs> first impression. Oh, uh, first impression of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that this is my least favorite Ant-Man movie, but it. It was still a good movie. I enjoyed it. It's gorgeous. There were good performances. I I really like um, Jonathan Majors as Kang, and uh, but but I think I think taking it away from the real world or not the real world, the regular Earth, <laughs> and <laughs> taking us completely into the quantum realm. That's where like ninety five of this movie, ninety five percent of this movie takes place. Um, it's just not as fun as like the heisty. Uh, low stakes Ant Man movies that we've had before. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think, um, I don't know, just like, like there's there's some really cool sci fi less shenanigans, right? There's some cool sci fi concepts happening here, but um, they're not cooler than uh, uh, Truth Serum from <laughs> from that the last heck movie. Of fun. You know? Oh my god, <laughs> that was great. But uh, drink that ooze just wasn't quite hidden as as hard uh, <coughs> for me in this film. Yeah. <coughs> But overall, I enjoyed it. It's got one black thumb, you know. Oh my god, <laughs> Emily, first impression. Um, I I kind of am in the same vein. I liked it for, like, it was good. It wasn't great. Um, and similarly, I didn't think the funnies were super funny. Um, they were trying real hard with Bill Murray. And he was just kind of like, whatever. Like, I I didn't really see the point in that right. whole exchange. Um, yeah. And I, I don't like, oh, my gosh. Maybe I'm just, maybe it's me. But I don't like the young kids attitude <laughs> thing. You know, like Hawkeye's little oh, girl hitter. Yeah. and Girl hitter. What am I saying? Like the... Girl Hawkeye. And girl Hawkeye. And young now. Girl Black Widow. And, uh, oh, God. Well, she's fine. But sure. this one is. Cassie is annoying. And. Oh, I don't know. There's a couple cool characters. But overall, it was kind of meh. Right. Kind of meh. Yeah. I tend to agree with you. I honestly think. If it wasn't for like the Kang the Conqueror's Ooh, story, oh, and being, Janet was annoying, Ugh. being embedded. <laughs> you in know what though? She was good looking, so it kind of even oh out, so. my! God. I did, I did enjoy uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in, in, in this in this movie. I didn't say anything about the way she looked. I said she was annoying. The character was annoying. Sure, her actions, I, I right? Can see. Yeah. So I, I liked, I liked it. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't have the same humor as the first Ant-Man movies. And I do think if it wasn't for Kang the Conqueror, I wouldn't have liked it as much. 
Um, so I tried to gloss over the fact that we're in the quantum realm. Some of the details either got lost. Some of it was cool, but it's like we're doing all of this world building kind of for what? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, where are we going with this? Are we going to go back to the quantum realm? I don't really need to. I hope to. so. That's, that's I hope I mean. that's not. Question. I hope not. Excuse me. I don't need to. Not. I mean, the ending of this movie kind of, it, doesn't, it definitely doesn't like beg for like more adventures in the quantum realm. Or anything like that. Like I think every all of the characters are quite traumatized by this place and don't have any any desire to go back down there. Um, but yeah, maybe maybe we will see the quantum realm again in, in some other Marvel film. Yeah. Because I think I, I feel like the Kang in this movie that supposedly dies mm. at the end. I think he's gonna find a way out. I don't think he's gone forever. Even though we saw a whole bunch of other Kangs, I think that this Kang is the bad guy of the MCU. Well, and it's going to confuse me. I'm going to need some explanations on that. Like, where'd the low-key Kang go? Is he dead? Is, yeah. You and, know? And honestly, I, I have trouble wrapping my head around a lot of this multiversal stuff as well. And I hope that future movies do a better job at, at explaining it or making it clearer for, for modern audiences. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's odd. It's, it's, it's confusing. It's good. Are we skipping to the end? Because you're. you're I, I am discussing the end, but we 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 can we can go through the plot just to uh, to catch everybody up to. to and the to plot thickens. Um, <coughs> so the movie begins, and we see uh, Janet Van Dyne hanging out in the quantum realm. She's talking to some some dude that just crash landed out of nowhere, and um, you know this is like our first look at Janet living in the quantum realm, which she did for and like thirty years. This which was is still in the crazy seven. Um, yeah, uh, Janet and Hank were Ant-Man and the Wasp in like, yeah, I think like the Vietnam era. Yeah, okay. Back in the day. <clears throat> um, so she's down there, she helps Kang out, and then we jump uh, back to the present where Scott Lang is, it, this is all post-endgame, he has written a book about himself. Uh, <laughs> Which is a book you can buy, Hilarious. and that's killer. Yes, that, <laughs> that is funny. funny. At least we got some humor. And you, know he, you can actually buy that book? You can yes, buy it. Can it's buy a real book. book. It's a real yeah. book. That is... How? I don't know how long how? it is. It's real. How? <laughs> Go Wait, find I, it I should, I should read it. I should, I should buy Dude, that you book. you should read it. Read it. <laughs> how um, is that a real book? I'll, I'll report back on that I'm in a couple episodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see here. Um, so he, he... Why do I send y'all memes if you're not going to read them? You don't remember this whole post I sent on this book? I remember too. Um, but yeah, I've been looking to buying it. I, I should, I should do that. Uh, I got, I got to hear all about how Scott saved, saved the world, which he tells people constantly in this movie. He's like, I don't know if you guys remember, but Thank I'm kind you, of an Avenger and I'm kind of uh, responsible for all of you being alive. And I won't lie, he did. He did. He did. He did. You know? <laughs> he did. He did. Doesn't get enough credit. Right. No. Well, he's trying. He's he, trying to get he's, the credit out there. He's, he's pulling it. Put his face on the front of a book. Um, <laughs> Spider-Man. <so, laughs> thank you, Spider-Man. So, you know, it's not getting across to everybody. Um, but that's okay. He is being well-renowned. He's giving high fives to little kids as he walks down the street. and uh, He's singing songs. He's very jovial. He's happy right now. Um, but yeah, he's not in jail. He's, he's, he's not in jail. But his daughter is. Cassie has been <laughs> arrested. Because um, she is has become quite the little activist in in Scott's absence, um, she uh, tried to help people who were being displaced. Um, there there were a bunch of homeless people who lost their homes in the blip, mm -hmm. and the police were trying to like destroy their their like homeless camp or whatever. So she went in there, shrunk a cop car, 
and just caused a ruckus and, and which was kind of funny ended up in the joint which has happened before this is not her first rodeo in jail um <clears throat> scott is upset by this but his girlfriend hope who is now running uh pim industries by Dude, herself hope is legit man she is just you know, with a haircut okay her yes. hair is so sick absolutely um, and that's that, what I want in my that, life. That is what her hair looks like in the comics. It was, was very cool. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. That, uh, Pixie Wixie. That. That's right. Pixie Wixie. Pixie cut for the uh, Pixie Wh- girl. For the Wixie. Pixie for, for Trixie. For the Waspy. For the Waspy Wasp. Hope doesn't seem too perturbed by Cassie's getting arrested. She's like, you go, girl. Um, <laughs> in fact, the rest of the, the Ant-Man family, which includes Hank Pym, uh, the, the Janet, who has just returned from the quantum realm, and uh, as well as Scott and Hope, they're all just kind of like, yeah, you know, she, yeah, she no big deal. Jail, but you know, they're like, what we're all kind of superheroes, dude. I don't know what the. And she's like, Dad, you is. used to go to jail too because you were cool, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, come on, stop it. <laughs> we need to have a family meeting about this. Um, so he, he, Scott, has missed a lot of of Cassie's life, and he's he's trying to make up for it, but you know, she can only Difficult. handle so much of him. Um, while they're visiting with. Hank and Janet, uh, Cassie shows them this radio that she's been working on. It's a radio that can contact the quantum realm. Um, apparently, she had tried to talk to Janet about about the quantum realm and you know get some some updates because she's been researching it ever since her dad went missing five years ago, um, and she's she's become quite the little scientist herself. Um, but Janet never wanted to talk about the quantum. Heck yeah, she, she got PTSD, she, man. She was like, I was down there for so, 30 years. Think so. I'm trying to live in, in, in real world life stuff and not tell you anything about what, what went down. Now. See, I just, I can't with that. Like, like you don't like that. She told him what didn't tell him what went down on. Yeah. Down there? Like she got PTSD. It's, it's one thing to be like, Hey, down there, I was cheating on you with Bill Murray. And I yeah, was, like, you know, I get that. You can keep that buttoned up, but maybe you should tell them about this multiversal threat, dude. Like, come on. <laughs> that, yeah. that, well, but I think she's feeling guilty because she she ended up helping him in, in his pursuit of, of, of conquering. Which, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, she understands the stakes, right. what it means to be, like, alien... Yeah. And if he were to get out, yeah. which, which is basically what's about to happen. because Cassie's, And she knows that. Right. She should have at least warned them that there's something down there that we right. need to keep inside. No more contact with the quantum realm. She you know what, though? What throws me off on this one is... <coughs> Luis found a loopy. If you recall, they were already going and f***ing with the... Excuse me, uh, messing with the quantum realm. In the, the previous... Yeah, so that's a flaw film. if you ask me. How could she be so uptight about all this, but yet they're still going into the quantum realm? I think in that instance, uh, in the last movie, Ant-Man and the Wasp... they were getting the, like the, the matter scene. to help ghosts. Yes, exactly. Like, mm. I, think, I think the rationale that I've read was that that wasn't like the, quant- the full quantum realm. That wasn't like the portion that Kang controls. It's like a more like upper level or something like that you know like the atmosphere yeah yeah it's it's the upper atmosphere of the quantum realm where he wouldn't be able to reach them or something Hmm. like that but yeah you're right it's a little hand wavy and uh doesn't make too much sense um that's one thing that was like wait a minute come on y'all right um so uh cassie's turning on this this radio it's sending a signal down to the quantum realm and janet freaks out tries to turn it off and it explodes and sucks them all right into the quantum realm uh, by, by shrinking them all down to itty bitty, itty bitty, 
itty bitty size. Smaller than that, bro. <laughs> it, 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 it not only sucks down all of them, Hank, Janet, Scott, Hope, and Cassie, but also all of Hank's aunts. Uh, they also make their way to say, down dude, to the quantum realm. <laughs> how many kids did his mom have? They sucked up all his aunts. Were they all girls? Shut up! Luis loves Jennifer that. And Jessica and... <laughs> oh Luis fired. loves that commercial. <laughs> Is that a Geico commercial? Or progressive? Or? Something like so, that, yeah. Some car insurance. <laughs> I love ants, Scott. Um, so they, they get sucked down there and they get separated. <laughs> Michael Douglas and his aunts. <laughs> they get separated. Um, Hank, Janet, and Hope um, fall in one spot, and Scott and Cassie land in another spot. The ants land in a completely different spot. Um, and I forget about them. Sorry. Right. And, and, and you are meant to forget about them until they make their triumphant return towards the end. Um, Which as that happened, I was like, Emily, I like that. I, I did not. I did not like it, and I also didn't particularly like get it. But that's fine. We'll but get anytime there. Anytime there's multiple creatures creeping <laughs> on each other, I'm like, oh, Emily don't like that. They and it did that multiple times in this movie. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's there's, Ant-Man. There's, there's a whole lot of creatures hanging out, including in, Ant Man uh, in this film, <laughs> right? Including Ant Man and, and the many Ant Mans that he forms. Um, <laughs> So, Even though it was funny. <laughs> uh, Cassie and Scott get stopped by all of these warrior-looking people um, who kidnap them and start chanting at them in a, in a foreign language. basically. Pretty much, dude. And, um, that was hella funny. <laughs> Cassie gets uh, some red goo on her, on, her, on her mouth, and she's like, wait, no, Dad, you can, you can drink stuff. And, uh, drink the ooze. They, that weirded me out. <clears throat> uh, a weird creature vomits into Scott's mouth, and then uh, suddenly he can understand everything that everyone is saying. They are saying, drink the ooze, drink the ooze. It's literally so weird. It, it was weird, but they were, they were, they were a welcoming, uh, welcoming community at first. Um, they wanted to drink the ooze, and it allows him to understand them. And then a crazy creature named, I think his name is Veb, talks to him. He's like, how many holes do you have? Um, apparently, that uh, gooey creature, the ooze man, is the same guy from the last two Ant-Man movies what? who is like the Baba Yaga. That guy mm-hmm. played this this new ah. creature, so he got to be in all three Ant Man movies, oh. but he got to play a completely different character in this one. So he's the truth serum guy. Yes, the truth serum guy. Um, I, okay, I, interesting. I had, I had no idea until until this morning when I was watching the the um, that's pretty the document legit. the making of documentary of this, hmm. of this movie. And yeah, he was in there. He was doing mocap. He was counting holes. He was getting holes. It was it was fun for him. He had a great time. <laughs> uh, that character was super weird. The character was was odd, but it did get a couple of laughs out of me. Uh, throughout um they also meet a mind reader and he's just reading i like that guy where have we seen him before he's on the good place have you seen that the good place no um i'm not sure where else you've seen him then that that's his that's his big wasn't he like um no that wasn't the comedy central guy no his name no he's not like a comic um is william jackson harper um he plays cheaty on the good place uh, has it been in any That's where stuff? I know him from. He was in Midsummer. He was in Patterson. He was in Dark Waters. I don't know what any of these things are. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't know him. Right. It's it's fine. Anyway, he's a mind reader. Um, he he helps kind of guide them and and let them know 
that these people have been um, uh, they subjugated know. by by him. They just keep calling him the guy, <laughs> the man, the dude up there, the conqueror. Um, he, he came in, he destroyed all their, their homes, their culture, their stories. He really messed them up, and now they're basically all refugees just trying to survive in a, in a, in a conqueror-ruled world. Um, Cassie is immediately on her activist game. She's of like, course. we have to help these people. <laughs> and Scott's I mean, like, like, I'm trying to get the F out of here. We just got here. We're yeah. on an alien world that is beneath our world. We need to go home. Um, I Okay, so, and maybe this is a me problem, but, like, it's hard for me to see humans mm -hmm. in this realm. Like. Like the mind reader dude who looks just like. Him the and, the, and the Cherokee gal. Yes. And, and like Bill aliens. Murray, too. Like. Yeah. He's completely humanoid, yet he's, like, is estranged by their ways. Like. Right. He is like, not is from that? Earth. I don't think any of these. They're all from the quantum realm. They're all realm. from the quantum realm. And so, like. I think that's that's one of the problems that I have with the quantum realm in general is that like there's a lot of cool stuff introduced here, but like scientifically and logically like make it make more sense. To yeah, me. Uh, it's like they just like threw ideas at the wall right. and then we're like, OK, so what do we want to go with? Broccoli guy, ooze thing, buildings that move. And I hate those buildings. <laughs> OK, Broccoli guy was oh, ridiculous. I would prefer the broccoli guy over those houses. And we're going to drink squids and, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it, was, it was a lot. It's a lot. And, and yeah, so your mind, while you're watching it, is kind of just like, okay, so that's interesting. That's weird. And, that's and weird. I'm a light that's bulb a, head, yeah. which I liked the light bulb head guy. Right. But that's the why spotlight. I was saying they, they did a lot of weird world building <laughs> with not enough context. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't think they gave enough context to the They were like, we're going to make this building. crazy. Right. But then, like, I understand that there's weird stuff down here, but then why is there also regular looking stuff down here? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, like Star Wars, there's regular stuff and weird stuff, but we don't think it's not weird because it's world building. Right. Not that I can compare that really, but. Yeah. I think, I think they should have given... Like the the more humanoid character, like the Bill Murray and and uh, uh, this mind reader cheaty guy, I think they should have given them some kind of just like just like one yeah, interesting thing, facial feature, a thing to differentiate them from regular humans, you know. Um, but you know, that was neither here nor there. Um, like make them look like Spock or something. Right? Yeah, like give them some ears. Something. <laughs> give them something just to show that they're aliens and that they weren't accidentally shrunk down like 50 years ago or something like that. You know, I don't know what's going Honey, on. Honey, I right. shrunk the kid style. Right. Um, <coughs> so uh, Scott and Cassie are, are dealing with with these refugees. Hank, uh, Janet, and Hope are up above, and Janet is like. I'm back in my element, baby. I know exactly what to do here. We're going to get a ride on a flying dragon thing, and then we're going to meet up with some homies. I'm going to fight them, and then we're going to get some That help. didn't look like a dragon. That was like a, that was like a, a, like a stingray. Uh, yeah, a manta ray. That was weird. It was, uh, alien quantum creature. Um, they ride that. Jen and Jen I love how she knows herself. that she's going to, like, she goes in there to fight, mm -hmm. but also sweet talk. Like, I get it. But she... 
again, Janet's character is so annoying to me. Like, mm. she couldn't have filled them in at all. On any of it. Like, any no, of and it. And they're asking her questions throughout. They're like, uh, honey, what's going on? Like, what are we doing here? How did you know all these? How do you know how to and do I all can't, this? She's like, I'll tell you later. I just <laughs> can't tell you because I was trying to protect you. Right. Yeah, that yeah. is annoying. She's doing a very Spider-Man 1 thing. She's like, I can't. Oh, my <laughs> I gosh. I can't reveal my secret identity. My enemies will hurt my, my family or whatever. Um... Uh, so well, stop no. having uncles and aunts, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, so they make their way to a bar. They go through a city. They see the broccoli man. No. Uh, Hank is very impressed by all this. He's like, "Wow, this is gonna change everything. How we everything we know about evolution and mankind and our place in the universe and stuff like that." And holy crap, that guy looks like broccoli. I can't believe it. Um, <laughs> they make their way into into this bar. This very very uh, Star Wars cantina style bar. Uh, they meet up with Bill Murray's Which character. was also kind of like, you couldn't have come up with something different. Yeah, I, know. I mean, they, yeah. They, they put... Like, why do you have to be a cantina? You know, why, why couldn't it be a, you There's know... There's bars everywhere. Why couldn't it be like a... No? like a, Make it a Mexican restaurant. No, 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 no. Why couldn't it be like With a, like booths and stuff. Like a, you know, farmer's market or something. Right, a lounge. A uh, bazaar. <laughs> a bazaar, yeah. Yeah, it definitely could have been a market outside. I don't mind like a bar. Um, they go in there. I mean, I like bars, but still. Uh, Hope and Hank drink some ooze so that they can understand all the languages being spoken. They just order it at the, at the bar. They don't have to get vomited into. Um, uh, Janet, <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> Janet uh, meets up with Krylar, who apparently was a, like, a... a a radical back when Janet lived there, but now he is Lord Krylar and works for the Conqueror. Um, they <coughs> they have a chat where it is revealed that they used to do all kinds of stuff together. They were partners and they were they were business partners. They were they, they were, were partner lovers. partners. They were, they were they were doing it all. It was a long time, and the ladies got needs. Okay, Bill Murray will have to do. He's the no, most normal looking dude. He's down the most here. humanoid one down <laughs> here. I'm not messing with the broccoli guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> So, That's so funny. So Bill Murray throws that in Hank's face. I but. had knees. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> Krylar eventually ends up ambushing them um, with, with goons. Um, they fight them off. Uh, Hope is ready to, to throw down. She's got, her, she's got her wasp gauntlets ready to, ready to start slapping fools. I think it's hilarious. I realized, realized that... Hank never put wings on the Ant-Man suit. No, never. No. He d he was like, like... He did it on the Wasp, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. well the Wasp always had them, but... Yeah, because isn't it that only female ants have wings? Maybe, but I just thought it was funny. Like, I think that I mean, might be why. it's separate uh, species of bugs, too, so... Right. Yeah, I mean... Wasp and it. I, I guess if that's his logic, <laughs> he... he yeah, only, only... Biologically things. correct, right. apparently. No, we're not doing none of that. No wings on the males. Um, Majority of ants are wingless. Certain times of the year, they become a common sight. The winged ants. I don't. Yep, only some of them. I don't know why. Yeah, though. I guess. I guess uh, you know, in his mind, he just wanted to ride on an ant, on a flying ant, and but the wasp can fly under her own power, no matter who she is, Janet or <laughs> or Hope, but not Cassie. Cassie does not get any wings. Not sure why. But we'll, we'll get to that later. Well, she's not a wasp. Uh, yeah, she's, she's an ant girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, they fight their way out of this bar. 
Um, they steal Krylar's ship. Oh my god! And, uh, Dude, the drive. His hands. <laughs> uh, the They've got an ooze weird. issue in this movie. <laughs> All the technology is very goop based. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Why is there so it's much liquidy jello? <laughs> <laughs> it's really gross. He sticks his hand into these two buttholes and then is able to fly. <laughs> Ew, around. Don't say it like that. <laughs> For reals, though. Two buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> he takes off and they oh. rocket up out of there. Pew. It's more like two soggy lips. <laughs> well. Um, I think it is at around this point that we flash back to Janet's time um, in the quantum realm where she meets Kang. Um, so he had crash landed. Uh, she just saw, you know, a dude that needed help and he ended up, you know, saving her from some monsters or whatever. So they formed a little partnership and he tells her that he is from the future and he this has This is actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. To save the world and stuff like that. And, you know, they, they, I think they spend, if not many months, like a couple of years together rebuilding his ship and trying to, trying to get him to be able to save them and get them out of there. So they become pretty close during this time. Um, the whole time he's being just a nice fella. <laughs> just a nice, smart scientist fella just trying to get back to the future, baby. Can you just help me out pretty please? And she's like, sure, oh my God, you're such a nice man. Um, <laughs> once, sure. once they complete his, um, I think it's called a multiversal engine, I think is what it's called. Once they complete the repairs on it, and he puts it into his into his chair, which is beautifully constructed. It's very like cool looking. They did a very good job on that. Yeah, um, I, I think the production in this movie lo looks really good between the the the, um, the special effects and like the the, the practical stuff that they that they've got going on. Well, and is his suit pretty similar to what it looks like in the comics? Yes, this is a very comics accurate suit. Um, like in the comics, Kang has like a blue face, mm -hmm. um, which they replicate with like the the mask coming down over the over his eyes, and then his scars are also part of his face. Mm -hmm. um, in the comics, they just look like you know blue lines, but in this, they are they are scars which um, light up when he uses his powers, which is very interesting. Um, so yeah, I, I really well, and his I really eyes like too. I liked that. That yeah, was his cool. Eyes blue. It, it, it's it's cool. So this the this engine powers up his ship, which allows him to put his suit back on and regain a bunch of his future powers. Basically, he is, he's wearing an Iron Man suit, but if Iron Man created his suit in like the year 3000. Mm -hmm. um, so he powers that up and then he reveals to her that like, hey, actually, um, I'm a conqueror and I've conquered many worlds. Oh, actually, he doesn't tell her this. She sees it when she touches the, the ship because it's attached to his mind and, and attached to his thoughts, powered by his thoughts. Um, so she sees all the worlds he has conquered, destroyed, uh, the people he's killed. He's killed like trillions of people at this point um, because he is a master of, of time and, and different universes. Um, she sees all this, she's like, whoa, what did I do? I he's Thanos on a out. level. Yes, extra Thanos. Uh, right. Thanos times infinity, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. The Infinity War of Infinity Wars. Right. She sees all this and immediately detaches the engine from the ship. Um, Which is, Luis and I think, a major issue later. Okay. With that co with that comment. He's uh, like the Thanos of Thanoses. Uh-huh. Thanos times Infinity. How does he know Thanos? No. No, it's not related to Thanos. So I have a theory. Like, if he's really that powerful, mm -hmm. how does the ending happen? But go ahead. We'll continue. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I understand that. Um, yeah, let's keep going. Um, so Janet decides in this moment to um, 
basically betray him in his in his mind. Um, she takes the engine right. out, um, throws it into the dirt, and then enlarges it with some some pim discs um, <laughs> so that he cannot use it to power his ship. Um, but even just with him, so she has pim discs and she can't just pim disc herself. That, which is exactly how Scott got out in Ant Man One of the Quantum Realm. Yeah. Oh yeah. She doesn't have a suit. So I think she does have her suit because when she originally like got sucked into the quantum realm, she was wearing it. But like it, that in this particular movie, she can't because she doesn't have the suit. Maybe maybe it got busted up at, at some point on her. On well, her we know that like the that. suits can get busted up. Because I think when we see her at the end of Ant-Man, no, in, in Ant-Man and the Wasp, when they're rescuing her, she has like a wing sticking out of her back or mm. so the suit is at least partially there maybe it's not functional to grow and, and shrink and stuff like and that. here's the deal like she doesn't have the tech to be able to use the enlarging discs to get out right that was like the um, that was like afterward tech. yeah that's something that scott was tinkering with in the first movie and that's why he was able to use it to get himself out i think that, that, that's they were tinkering just, with justification the idea. for that. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. She, she didn't. She did not have the technology. And let's assume that her suit was. My was theory busted. is the suit's busted. She can't. Right. Mm. Otherwise, she would have been like up and down and a, a little bit more. She would need a portal, <laughs> literally, not like go up the other way. Right. Mm. Um, so she she used the disc. It enlarges the the engine, and Kang is like ah, and <laughs> Janet, <laughs> Janet um, escapes and hangs out with the refugees for the rest of her, her time there. Um, but Kang, just with, his, just with his suit now, he is able to build an entire empire in the quantum realm, to completely take it over, wipe out all these people's culture and history, like, like we said before, and, uh, and be the, the ruler. He is, he is the conqueror, and he has conquered. Um, it looks like the inside of the Matrix movie. What was that, like the third one or something? Yeah, yeah, Second yeah. And third. Like the, the Machine City or whatever. Yeah. Um, so he is the Quantum Realm's new ruler. Uh, the Langs, meanwhile, Scott and Cassie, are hanging out with the rebel leader, Gentora, who is a, a bodybuilding Amazon-looking lady, um, who's also in The Mandalorian Season 3. I don't know if you've, you've seen her yet. We have not. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's see here. The rebels uh, soon come under attack by Kang's forces, led by Modok, who is a, oh. a, a hunter. Um, M G. <laughs> I want to know what you guys thought of this because uh, it's 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 fascinating to me. I totally forgot about Modoc, dude. Uh, it's absolutely terrifying. So multiple things here. Number one, I said there was no funnies. Yes. Well, or that the funnies didn't hit. This hit. It hit very hard. This hit me. I was dying at Modoc. Multiple for multiple reasons. Number one, I did not know Modoc was in this. Was in this movie. Was in this movie. So you know of the character Modoc. Yes. Yeah, because I remember you talking about Modoc when Addy was watching mm -hmm. like the Avengers. One of the, one of the Avengers, one yeah. of the Avengers cartoons. Where I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. A floating head. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Modoc is. A and so when he character. when it showed his little body. Mm -hmm. Before you saw anything, I was like, oh, my God, Monarch's on this movie. <laughs> um, and then, obviously. And then his mask comes up. Oh. And we see his crazy-looking enlarged face. And he starts talking. And the characters are like, Darren? <laughs> Darren Cross? 
from the first movie, you were the bad guy that shrunk people and turned them into little globs of goo. He, what is up with goo in this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a quantum realm they thing. Love, they no, love but that goo. was goo in the regular world. They love goo in Ant-Man. Um, so, yes, apparently when uh, no. Ant-Man fought Darren no. at the end of Ant-Man 1 and no. shrunk his body down no. into his suit... Um, he like I wish everyone got to see you do that. He imploded <laughs> Ew. and winded up in the quantum realm, and his body was just completely messed up, jacked up, uh, quant- quantified or whatever. Um, while he's down there, he he meets Kang, and Kang is like, "I can use this weird little butt boy," and he gives him this this hunter suit and turns him like into a Bjorn Modok. Dude, um, that was so funny. Oh dang! What is the what is the acronym? Machine. Machine only designed uh, of no mechanized organism designed I only for killing. killing. Uh, Modofk. <laughs> yeah, he said he tells that to Scott. He's oh, like, yeah. oh, it's actually Modofk. <laughs> 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 um, so funny. I really also like that they're like they're not mean to him, but they also not nice to him. <laughs> they're like, no, oh. definitely not. They're like, oh, Darren. <laughs> and every person who sees him, like, oh, I think my favorite one was. Uh, Freaking! What's his name? It's uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah, Hank. His name's Hank. Yeah. Hank. Hank's or Henry. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Where's yeah. Henry come from? Is Henry is? It's Hank is Pym. Hank, Hank is short for Henry. It's it's like it's a, a it's, it's a old, William it's Bill thing. Yeah, it's a William Bill thing. It's Dick a, Richard. It's a Dick Richard. Yes. <laughs> Hank. Hank Henry. Is short for Henry. Yeah. Henry's Literally right. one letter away. <laughs> How is that short? It's, Who was lazy it's one less the, the day that name was created? <laughs> a Who lot of those are like two syllable words that are names that they. Anywho, regardless. My yeah. name is a short name, but at least Lou is shorter than Luis. Right, and Trail is shorter than Henry. <laughs> by one letter. Luis was Henry. so mad. <laughs> he well, was like, like, why do people name William go by Bill? That don't make no sense. Hank and Henry don't make no sense either. Luis is It's not William. It's Billiam. Okay. <laughs> Billiam. Billiam. Get it right, Metatite. <laughs> 100, though. He was my favorite. Was like, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> at one point, Scott is looking at him and he's like, I just noticed your baby legs. <laughs> he's like, I don't have baby legs. Um, and he has like a little butt. It's and, too much. And in any other circumstance, you kind of would think Darren would just fly off the wall angry. But like, Modoc wasn't really angry wasn't really defending himself it's just like, like oh, it is what it is <laughs> yeah he has fully embraced his new uh position as like lead hunter for for kang um so he he is he is he's the main henchman which is hilarious because he's not very good no he fails every time kang sends him out in this movie <laughs> oh, he's pretty much well, a stormtrooper but before he's Poor the guy. most feared mechanism out there man sure sure sure, sure. that he's probably the one destroying all their 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 living buildings or whatever um so, uh, Scott and Cassie have been captured uh, by by Modoc <laughs> and are and are now talking to Kang from from jail cells. Um, Kang introduces himself. He's like, "I'm Kang the Conqueror, Scott Lang. I've heard about you. You're an Avenger. Have I? Are you one of the ones that I've killed before?" <laughs> um, I like how yeah, and he does it here too. Oh, I'm an Avenger. You might have heard of me. <laughs> I just called all the other Avengers. He's like, "Are you the one with the hammer?" No, that's that's the one. <laughs> um, I was waiting for him to be like, "Are you the one that turns green?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
so Kang has has fought and killed so many Avengers that the you know his his presence is basically not not important to him at all. Except he does know that Scott has Pym particles, and Pym particles is what he needs to get his engine back down to size. Um, so he enlists the help of Scott. He tries to make a deal with him. Um, saying, hey, I won't kill Cassie in front of you if you just go um, shrink back down this thing so I can, so I can use it to get out of here. Um, uh, Scott, you know, is easily swayed by, by, by Cassie, and, uh, and he, he agrees. Um, he goes out to where the, uh, the, the, the engine ha is, which is basically like surrounding the city. That's how, that's how big it got. Um, he goes to like the entrance, shrinks down into it, and then the weirdest scene and in shrinks the, in and the shrinks movie. and shrinks and shrinks. <laughs> the weirdest scene in the movie happens, where Scott is in a place uh, that that the the engine is affecting, where every decision that he has to make generates another Scott. So I every hate time it. he's I like, I literally hate it. That is hilarious. Run. Every time he's like, fight or you flight. You think it's hilarious? Another Scott yeah, I thought appears. that that part was funny. And they oh. all start talking to him. Imps can't yeah. stand that type of stuff. <laughs> Eventually, there's so many of them that they look like a group of ants. Yes. He truly is Ant-Man. All of him. He, he is them. He is the ants. They are him. It was, it was cute to watch Paul Rudd's face do so many weird things Over because it was... He did a good job acting it. Like, yep. as an actor, he did a good job differentiating. But I hated it until freaking Baskin... <laughs> Baskin Robbins. Oh, Baskin, Baskin Robin Scott Robin. came up, and I was like... <laughs> the Scott that didn't get fired, okay? He uh, <laughs> In his pink and blue, man. It's so good. <laughs> he is there helping. Because um, he's so happy-go-lucky. Uh, no. <laughs> so freaking cute. So all of these Scots are trying to get up to the engine so that they can, they can shrink it down. And they're 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 having trouble because he, he can't make a, a single decision, and more Scots just keep appearing, and they keep um, messing with him. But once they all agree on the fact that they're here to save Cassie, they all coalesce and start going after one single goal, which is we have to save Cassie, we have to save Cassie, we have to save Cassie. They start climbing up on top of each other, getting up close to the engine, doing an ant hill, and making an ant hill, and acting just like ants in a hive mind kind of situation, which is which is pretty cool. Um, it's at this point that Hope and Janet and, and Hank uh, find their way to, to the engine. Um, Hope goes in and does a very similar thing where she multiplies and has a singular focus to help Scott and them two together are able to shrink the engine down um, for Kang. Uh, they do all that. Let's see here. And then what else happens? Um, so they, they acquire the power core. Kang, however, reneges on the deal. He captures Janet with Modok, uh, destroying her ship with Hank on it. We think Hank is dead. Um, and then they get rescued by the ants. And we have a very silly explanation that the ants... Yeah, this was, this was like, oh, God. <laughs> the ants shrunk down at a different rate than everybody else did. So they got there like hundreds of years before uh, Scott and Janet and Hope and everybody. I hope everybody knows I'm rolling my eyes so hard that I gave myself a headache. She's rolling hard. Uh, the ants 
then evolved, developed a technocratic society where they built technology and used it to, to further their goals and wait for Hank. And then once Hank appears, they're able to use his like talking to ants signals to, um, to find him and help him out and save him from, from the ship being destroyed. I mean, I like the ants coming in to help. Yes. I dig that. Very but like, cool. I, I just hate You don't that. want a whole ant society? <laughs> Whatever no. on the ant society, but like they, they at a different rate and all that. Like yeah. you're trying real hard there. Multi-years, multi-generations. Like if ants. some of them, if like Janet had aged exponentially sure. or, or Michael Douglas or whomever, then it would make more sense to me, but like nobody else. Nobody else. It, it, aged. it didn't happen with the humans. It's, it's an ant thing, you know. You okay. Gotta, you got to be an ant to understand it. When you get sucked in last, <laughs> you go faster. That's right. I don't last, know. You're fast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was a lot for me. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. It was very silly, but I did enjoy the ants being in the movie. Right, yeah, the ants coming in and saving them were pretty good. Um. So Hank uh, helps Scott and Hope as they make their way towards Kang because now they are they are on a mission to to stop him from getting out of the quantum realm. Um, Cassie rescues Gentora, the Amazon lady, um, and they commence an uprising against Kang and his army. Um, Cassie has also gotten her suit and is and is learning how to use it and stuff like that. She is she is a, a, a mini a mini ant woman basically at this point. Um, you have the pacifier. Sir, we're trying to podcast. Excuse us. I need a washer. Um, Come here, sir. During during the fight, Cassie convinces Darren Cross to switch sides and fight Kang, um, with him eventually sacrificing his life. Which I won't even lie, that was also silly. (laughs) Like (laughs) it was so stupid. (laughs) At first, he's like, he's like, you guys, I've been, I've been such a dick. (laughs) That was. I can't believe it. Oh my god. And then gosh. he like sacrifices himself and he's He was so evil in that other movie. Like right. evil. Straight up evil. What? Killing men in the bathroom. Uh, like you're seriously going to tell me that he just Killing 500 goats in the pursuit of getting this suit off. And the he's just going to change his mind? <laughs> I, I that's just now, unbelievable now to he's me. He's a good guy. At least I died. Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny though. That part was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, Scott, you were always been a brother to me. <laughs> He's I like, have? I was. I was, yes. Um, just saying a bunch <laughs> of ridiculous things. Uh, but but a very a very silly, very funny end to this character that I literally can't believe got to come back in this in this movie. Um, it was a good way to introduce that character. The Modoc, yeah. I, I I don't know if Modoc would have worked in any other context in the MCU. Like um, him being like on New York City streets would have been too much. Right, it would have been it would have been crazy. It would have been crazier than anything that happened in like Multiverse of Madness. Like it's just it's just a book wild character and I'm glad they put him in a comedy and I'm glad he got to have some some comedic comedic moments. And as Darren that was actually very It was good. Right, right. They did it. <laughs> they did it right. Um so they are now um, fighting Kang. Uh, Janet fixes the power core as she, Hank, Hope, and Cassie all jump through a portal home. Um, Kang attacks Scott at the last minute before he can jump back into the portal. Um, and before he can beat Scott into submission, Hope returns. She and Scott throw Kang and the Pym Particles into the power core 
which destroys them both. And he like he kind of gets sucked into himself, kind of just like Darren. So hopefully, Kane comes back in a little Modok suit in the next movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, which I'm not. That's that's a major source of contention for me as well. Right. Like Ant Man is not strong. Like no offense, Scott. But you are like the least Avenger of Avengers. Right. He's literally the smallest. Like, smallest well, regardless of his size, <laughs> he's not. I mean, I guess he's smart enough, but like, he's not a good fighter. Right. He's not strong. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not fast. He's not trained. I don't know. He's yeah. just like the least. Sometimes he's not even that brave. You know, sometimes. He's really <laughs> um, <laughs> but in this in this moment, um, as he's getting just pummeled by Kang. Um, uh, he 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 says he says to Kang, I don't have to win, I just have to make sure you lose, right? So, um, so he he kind of makes the sacrifice play to uh, to to get Kang to, to die, but thankfully Hope comes back to the portal and is able to to grab him and toss Kang into the into the power core. Um, and truthfully, at at which point I'm like, okay. I mean, sounds good. Looks good. We right. don't. I, I kind of was like, all right, well, we don't really need them. Right. Like that sounds mean, but like, all right, good ending. Not needed. I would have been okay if he would have definitely stayed there too. Yeah. So hoping. I like, mean, we're we're phasing everybody else out. Like, okay, bye. Right. I got, we we got we got Cassie. She's mm-hmm. she, she's getting the hang of this Ant Man suit. I guess we'll be fine. Um, but no. <laughs> why not? We have all these other teenagers. <laughs> Might as well just be teenage. Yep, the young, you know, the young Avengers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gonna make their appearance at some point. Um, but no, Cassie reopens the portal for Scott and Hope to return home. Um, and Scott comes back. Uh, welcome back. Starts playing again. He's happily walking down the street. He's, he's chilling. He's happy. He's good to go. Um, and then he begins to rethink what he was told about Kang's death. Uh, Which is this part, actually, I like. Being the start of, of something terrible happening. Like, because, I, again, he has that cute little face. He is a good actor. He's, very, he's, he's like, like, oh. He's very charming. He never <laughs> ages. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a hell of a king. Kang said if he didn't get out that everyone would die. And he didn't get out. Does that mean everyone's going <laughs> to die? And it's my fault? <laughs> nah, it's not. <laughs> 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 nah, it's <all> good. <laughs> it's like the same trick that Luis takes where it's like hella doom and gloom and he's like, nah, but I got to keep the van. Dude. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I first got deported. My girl left me. My girl left me. <laughs> right. But I got to keep the van, <laughs> though. My girl left me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I missed so, him. <laughs> so all of it, this whole, this last, very last scene in the movie where where Scott is walking down the street, he's rethinking things, and he's like, nah, I guess I guess everything's fine, and they go and they have a birthday party for Cassie, even though it's not her birthday, because he's missed so many birthdays or whatever, and it's cute. I, thi- I, I think, this, and this is an Andre... And it's been one... Oh, go ahead. This is an Andre theory. I think that they have returned in to a different multiverse, and only Scott remembers what the other universe was like. I, 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 I think. I, I don't think... That Scott, this Scott is in the main MCU universe anymore. I think that oh. he's returned and is and is in something slightly different, or just that huh. Kang getting dest- half destroyed or half not getting out or whatever. I think that caused a new multiverse to be created, and that's where Scott is right. You got now. way too many multiverses going on, right? Okay. It, 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 like I said, it is kind of confusing, and I don't know how they're gonna make any of this apparent in the future, but I, I am excited to see where where it goes. <laughs> oh, my baby's standing up. 
Oh. oh. Good job, mister. Um, but anyway, that's, that's, just, that's just what I think. Uh, we go to a... There was a pretty good... The- pretty good couple cut scene type things on this yes, one there are two there are two post-credit scenes the 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 first one i always see, call them cut scenes go ahead <laughs> we see the the council of kangs right they have been alerted it was creepy they have been alerted to the presence that this main kang kang the conqueror is dead which right? hold on hold on have we seen this before or was this just alluded to at the end of loki it was alluded to at the end but of we loki. didn't actually see it he who remains said that all the kangs had a multiversal mm. war that they fought with each other and he was the one who stopped it by making the main timeline. Around. Right. But now since that main timeline is gone, all of these Kangs can get together again and hang out and ball out. So but that's, who... Oh, go ahead. That's Lou. what he who's, who, who remains says. But then our Kang in the quantum realm is the one who says, I was the reason why right. they I, have not fought. He who remains says that um, this Kang, Kang the Conqueror, is the one that they were all afraid of. That the Council of Kangs really feared. Uh, and he was the one who really... Oh, I don't know. They're both saying, oh, I'm the one who controlled everybody. Right. And right. it's hard to disagree with either of him because he is him. <laughs> you know? I don't know how to believe him or him or them or him. So who is the one who trapped him down there? The Council? council. Or, yes, the Council yes. banished him. Okay. And now they're meeting again because... They've got word that he's dead, and they can pursue their own ventures or whatever. So we got we got uh, Feral Kang, we got Cyborg Kang, and we got who's the last one? Immortus. Uh, <laughs> they commiserate Kang's death and plan their multiversal uprising. The Grimace Kang. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Purple Kang. Um, all these Kangs look weird, and I like the Kang the Conqueror look the best but there's you know hundreds of kangs in this in this council in this arena in this arena of kangs so are we assuming then that the council are like the three or four of them and then all the other ones are just like just random (laughs) yeah uh i think they're all part of the council i think but these three are like the leaders Hmm. it reminds me of the the most style (laughs) the council of wells in uh in uh the flash Right, yes. Oh, there's all those wells. Yes, also mm. in, in Rick and Morty, there's, there's the Council of Ricks, where just a whole bunch of multiversal dudes get together and start planning everything for everybody. All right. Um, so that's cool. That's interesting. Um, the next two Avengers movies are both supposed to be centered around Kang. One is called Secret Wars, and the other one's called The Kang Dynasty. Um, so I assume that we'll get follow-ups to this in those movies, if not in earlier things. Oh, and in the second post credit scene... We get a teaser for Loki season two, where we see Loki and Mobius, Owen Wilson, wow, um, <laughs> hanging out in an old timey-wimey place, probably in like the 40s or something like that. And they're seeing... Oh, a- I was thinking it was way earlier than that. Maybe in like the 1800s. 1800s, I was thinking. They're, they're seeing a show. Which, I- didn't we see something like this in Loki? I no. think... No? I don't think so. Mm, you sorry. just wake up with him uh, looking out the window, and it's a statue of Kang. Right. It's a no, a but okay. Grim- Grimace well, Kang. Right. That Kang has taken over the TVA in, in, at the end of Loki season one. But this teaser shows Loki and Mobius seeing a show, and it's a guy presenting his scientific theories, and it's Kang with a mustache, <laughs> deep in disguise or whatever. Um, they encounter another Kang variant. His name is Victor Timely on Earth. 
in 1901 is what this is. Okay. And that's that's it. That is the end of Ant-Man. So here's my my question then, and we might not know this answer. Mm -hmm. So is it like a Kang disguising himself in the time period? I think so. You know what I mean? He's just doing time travel. He's doing Doctor Who wonky stuff. So he knows he's from a different timeline and was either pruned and or went to... A different timeline i think and I, is blending in i think since kang has like complete mastery over time travel he probably does stuff like this a lot where like he'll show up in a timeline assume a character and then do stuff to manipulate mm-hmm. things so that they happen in the future in his favor sure and, and since he has unlimited time he can do this as many times as he wants or needs to in order to achieve his goals. Sure. Um, so I assume that we'll see a lot of different variants of Kang sure. in, in Loki season two, doing a lot of this timey-wimey stuff and Loki and Mobius having to thwart his timey-wimey plans. Sure. But uh, the, I, I don't know, I, like I haven't read anything about Victor Timely. I assume it's something from the comics. Um, but Do we assume also that each of them is has their own thing like yeah like king the conqueror was like for example super strong Mm -hmm. or whatever like they're all obviously very smart but like not all of them are going to be super strong or super whatever i think i think they probably all are capable of developing technology to enhance their powers but yeah some of them are choosing different power Mm -hmm. sets I, i i think that that's that's accurate. Based on the cyborg Kang versus the Pharaoh Kang. Yeah. You know, I think I think those guys obviously went in different directions with what they can do, I assume. Um, I want to see Pharaoh Kang come up in here and, like, whoop some Pharaoh Sphinxes right, or something. Yeah, he's going to pull up his, some, he's going to ride a Sphinx, and he's going <laughs> to uh, lay locusts on people and stuff like that. He's going to do some biblical stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the future holds um for kang i am excited to see more um even if the i I think kang was probably one of the best parts of this movie i i I really enjoyed the performance and and the character he is a good actor i like this guy um we saw him in something else recently and now i can't remember what it was you guys watch uh creed no no something Uh, else what else was he in lovecraft country on hbo no devotion where he was a airplane pilot no. Airplane part. <laughs> what else? Okay, maybe not. What is wrong with I me? I keep I thinking I know these people. He's in a western called "The Harder They Fall." Nay. On Netflix. <laughs> uh, he's been in a lot of a lot of stuff, but th- those are the big ones. I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure. The last so, black man in San Francisco. Uh, no. That's a movie. Um, <laughs> and it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding out. <laughs> they done got all of us. I'm the last one. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what it's about. Um, I feel like we need to <laughs> Now, unfortunately, Jonathan Majors is kind of embroiled in some controversy right now. Oh. There are allegations against him that he has committed domestic violence against the partner that he was like living with or whatever. Um, he's claiming that he's innocent, but uh, no real details have, have come out. Like she didn't like write like a 
like an expose or anything. She just brought up the charges. So I, I guess he's going to go to trial for that and then come out one way or the other. It does not seem like Marvel is planning on recasting him or anything like that, though. I think they're, they're going to rock with this dude because uh, he is really good as Kang, you know? It is, it is going to be upsetting if, he, if it comes out that he's guilty in that, unfortunately, though. Well, especially like what we just saw what happened with what's his name? Uh, Mr. Kevin Spacey. Is that who you're talking about? No, I was talking about Ezra Miller, but... Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that old other guy. Another, another no, I believe that guy's crazy. Canceled dude. Right. What happened with Kevin Spacey? Well, Kevin Spacey... He got Spacey, acquitted. Yeah, he was, he was brought up on charges of sexual assault um, that he was like, you know... Uh, assaulting like uh, young men young men yeah uh-huh, back, back in the day and uh, yeah he just got acquitted of, of all those charges he's, he's walking away scot-free but the the stories that were coming up about the assault at the time were were pretty damning so you know i i, I think he's still basically canceled in the eyes of of entertainment but you know he might he might start getting some jobs again who knows um I don't want to see him in right. nothing. I, 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 would, I, I would prefer not him to be in, in stuff. Um, but we'll see what happens with, with, with Jonathan Majors. But for now, it seems like he will continue to be Kang and um, hopefully continues to do a good job of it. Coming up in Loki Season 2 later this year, I believe. Um, so that is it for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. As we mentioned before, it has a 46% on the Rotten Tomato Meter. It is certified rotten. The critic consensus <laughs> says, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania mostly lacks the spark of fun that elevated earlier adventures, but Jonathan Majors' Kang is a thrilling villain poised to alter the course of the MCU. Uh, the audience score, like I said, is 82%. Who wrote that? The critics? So that, that's, a, that's a consensus of what the critics have said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I agree with that. Right, I agree but with But it's it not too. like a 46%. Well, not a 46% like maybe at its lowest, like a 70 or maybe like a 65, I would, I would say. Um, uh, the audience. That's not a 46% consensus. <laughs> That's based on 404 critics' reviews. Um, the audience consensus says the plot's a bit of a mess, but overall, Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania starts phase five of the MCU with a colorful, creative thrill ride that will leave you wanting to see much more of Jonathan Majors as Kang. And I agree with that as well. Um, so let's give some ratings. Uh, Lou, what'd you think? <coughs> I'd give it a solid eight. Eight out of ten. Sounds good. Beer, what about you? Seven point five. Seven point five. Seven. A seven from Emily, and I think I'm going to give it a seven point five as well. This, this movie. Um, it is enjoyable. I don't hate watching it. There's fun stuff. There's funny stuff. But it's not as good as the other Ant-Mans. And um, I do, I, I really miss the, the heisty type nature of, of the films. Like, I, th- I feel like we could have incorporated some of Scott's more thiefy, sleuthy type skills into, into this a little bit more. I also read a trivia fact that this is the the only Ant-Man film not to be co-written by Paul Rudd. Apparently he, he co-wrote the first two, and I wonder if that's partly affecting the, the lack of, of comedy in, in this one. Yeah, they could have like hijacked another plane and done that. And had a cool little falling in a brief It didn't have to be the adventure. same song, right. but like, you know. They they, there are definitely more imaginative things happening in the other world. Well, 
more fun imaginative things happening. There were a lot of imaginative things in this one, but <laughs> they were weird. <laughs> and I didn't necessarily like all of them, you know? Um, so yeah, that is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, let us know what you thought of the movie. Did you think it was better than 46%? Somewhere <laughs> right around there? A little bit higher? I'm not sure. Let us know in the comments on our Instagram post. We are at the Walt Ball Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we are now on Threads. I made a Threads profile for, for the Walt Ball, and I, I, I wrote one or two Thread tweet thingies. Uh, go there. You can ask Is this questions. the same thing I was asking? What is that? Yes. It's, okay. It's Instagram's Twitter. And also, Twitter is now not Twitter anymore. It's called X. Is it? It's really? called what? Elon Musk changed the name Are of Twitter. Are you kidding me? It's now called X. It I thought the, he was just forced. Half the, the stuff. There's, there's no more bird. It's just an X. Half the stuff he posts is just nonsense. <laughs> and then when I saw that, I was like, what the heck is X he saying? X Force, now? X Space, Space X. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I still got Twitter. You haven't updated your app. I did it today. It's an X now. <laughs> it's an X. <laughs> <laughs> it's some very silly stuff. So you can't say that you're tweeting. What are you I doing? Are I'm you exiting? I'm, I'm zeding. Done. I'm zeding. Exceeding. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what they're <laughs> calling anymore. It's all kind of dumb. Um, anyway, follow us on all the platforms. <laughs> Go there. Let us know what you thought of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. On the <laughs> next episode of The Walt Vault, we are going to switch gears and go from Marvel over to Lucasfilm and watch the very first Indiana Jones movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Woo! From back in the day in the 80s, 1983. Okay. Hey, I still have it called yeah. Twitter, though. You haven't what? Like, it's still called Twitter, but the logo changed. Yeah, I think I think he, he, he did the turnaround so fast that, like, they haven't even been able to keep up with the changes. Like, I think they changed it. From Twitter.com to X.com, <laughs> but what? but the app still shows. Did he fix as the Twitter. news at least? I don't I don't know. There's, there's, it's it's going down the tubes over there at Twitter. Oh yeah, um, dude, it's bad. <laughs> Elon's just out here doing Elon. He's just doing stuff. He's got all the money in the world, and he's using it to change the world well. for the better. <laughs> <laughs> Dummy. How about you <laughs> donate money? What are you doing? <laughs> There's so much better. How about you like save a country time. or something? Yeah. How about you end homelessness in America, you greedy anyway. Um Raiders I just of the Lost Ark, cannot. That's gonna be our next film. Um it's on Disney Plus. All of the Raider, all of the Indiana Jones films are on there. Um eventually we'll probably end up reviewing uh, the new one, Dial of Destiny. But we're starting off with with the OG Harrison Ford classic film, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So check us out. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. We are on YouTube and Stitcher and iTunes and Spotify. We're on all the places. Uh, go there, hit subscribe, leave a rating. That all helps the algorithm to find other like-minded Disney fans such as yourselves. Um, we appreciate you, we love you, and we will see you next time for some indie goodness. The Vault is now closed.